Weather headlines for today, yes. Welcome to the Revenue Generator Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear how industry leaders integrate sales, marketing, product, and customer success into a single business unit with a common goal of optimizing their revenue cycle. We'll unearth how innovators integrate data, technology, people, and processes to expedite demand generation and increase recurring revenue. Sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet a member of the Revenue Generation. Here's the host of the Revenue Generator podcast, the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. Welcome to the Revenue Generator podcast, where we members of the Revenue Generation share solutions for how you can integrate your business to optimize revenue. I'm your host and the CMO of Lean Data, Doug Bell. And today we're going to be talking about how businesses use AI to boost revenue. Joining us is Phil Olampi, who is the Chief Revenue Officer at Acclaimant, which is a comprehensive digital risk management platform that transforms how companies manage data, people, and processes through its workplace safety, incident and claims management, and analytic solutions. Acclaimant empowers risk managers to improve organizational behavior, create process efficiencies, and leverage the power of data and analytics to achieve better outcomes. Yesterday, Phil and I talked about using AI to increase revenue. Today, we're going to ground ourselves a bit and continue our conversation and talk about optimizing your sales cycle for revenue growth. Okay, here's my conversation with Phil Lumpy, the Chief Revenue Officer at Acclaimant. Big conversation yesterday, Phil, about AI and how we can deploy AI. Pretty exciting stuff. But I, I think what we want to do is talk about how we combined people process and AI to make a more effective set of motions. And I wouldn't mind doing, you, you mentioned this to me, we were kind of chatting before. What I wouldn't mind doing is talk about the people piece. And specifically, you talked about scoring interviews, right? So using AI to help score interviews. And by the way, huge thing we did mention yesterday in our episode was, if you have bad people, it doesn't matter how much AI you apply to it, really. So if you can fill that top of funnel with great people, they're going to turn into great reps. That's really key. So, so unpack that for us a bit more. Sure. By the way, thank you for having me back. It's a good indication first interview went well. On the people side, I couldn't agree with you more. They are the most important factor. People matter. People solve problems and create an environment that AI can't do. It is uh, all about people and AI working together. Right, that's the theme here. It's definitely not a substitution for either. So, when we talk about people, you know, first of all, I always recommend you get things right on a small scale before you hire a lot of people, right? So that helps you learn some of the patterns even before you get to cases where AI would help you directly day to day. But how do you get great people, right? So there's an AI application there. And one of the things I started doing a few years ago, I got this from Mark Roberge, who's a author of a book called The Sale of Acceleration Formula. Great book. Yeah, excellent book, excellent guy. And he would say, okay, intuitively, what characteristics make a great rep or whatever position you're hiring, a great SDR, a great marketer? What are the characteristics that make them great? And it forces you to use your own brain, your own AI for a minute and say, okay, are they believers? Do they believe in what we're doing, right, as a company? And what are their motivations, right? Do they have a desire to help, for example? Are they coachable, right? So during the interview, you can ask behavioral-based things 
and then give them some feedback and see if they adopt it. Right. So you can score them on these different dimensions. Are they hardworking? Different things. You might come up with eight to 10 characteristics you believe make a great candidate. And then what you do is you consistently score those for every candidate that you interview. So I just make a table and I'll go one to 10 on each one. Now, what you have to do here is have the same set of interviewers scoring over a period of time, because what I score a 10, you might score an eight, right? So we want a consistent application of how we're actually getting these numbers. But you do that over a period of time. And then after about six months, you look back on the people you hired and you say, how did I do, right? And so you take their KPIs, you measure it against what are the factors that they, that they ended up scoring on. And this is where I think AI could be tremendously transformational, right? It can tell you, it can take those 10 factors and the KPI performance and say, when this, this, and this happens and you're scoring this way, you're going to have your ideal candidate, right? So that type of approach helps you find the candidates proactively going forward that you might not have realized. Like, maybe being coachable isn't as important as you thought, right? Maybe once people get in the environment, they figure it out on their own, you know, and your training's that good and customer interactions lead them to the right solution. Maybe it ends up being being a believer and being motivated. Maybe hardworking matters sometimes, but it's not the most impactful variable. So you can get this feedback that then helps me predict on new candidates, how is it going to turn out? I have to have a certain amount of ignorance here. So I'm going to ask a question sincerely based on just having no idea. But, you know, are there conversational intelligence software sets that effectively act in the way you're describing? In other words, is there something equivalent to the LinkedIn sales navigator when they figured out that salespeople were using the recruiting tool to actually prospect? We're like, woof, we've got a new product. Are we just at that point where God hasn't recognized they've got a new product set? Or are there actually products out there that, that do this today? Well, there's going to be now. Right. So, so when this is released next week, yeah, right. I want some sort of royalty. But uh, royalty, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're both getting royalty here. I totally helped Phil come yes. up with this. Yes, you guys yes. are all witness to it. But I guess you know it, it is a gap, and I have to say, I wouldn't be shocked to see a Gong or somebody like that out there uh, repositioning a part of their platform for it. You're right on the the way I've seen this done is actually with internal analytics people that just take a look at internal data and apply this analysis. It's absolutely a product waiting to happen. It might be out there, but I think if you and I haven't really picked it up yet and heard a lot about it, I think it's probably where we're headed. And there's probably many, many other applications like this of AI that are waiting to happen and might be in some garage right now, but you know that could be the next big tool things like that. And that's what's exciting about AI. Again, it's not replacing anything in go-to-market other than giving us better insights and maybe taking a lot of the work we don't want to have to try to do on our own. And it's really the wild card of success quite often for revenue leaders, right? It's the old saw that sometimes 80% of your revenue can be produced by just 20% of your staff. In other words, the superstar staff members. And if you can just increase the efficiency and effectiveness of that middle if you can just drag it up by 10%, you're that much less dependent on those stars. What about on the process side? Where can we find help on the process side? Yeah, so people matter. And then as soon as you get that nailed down, you think, okay, in terms of process, right? How do you best engage the market and, it's, and the prospects in the market? How do you best target 
right? So we talked a little bit last time about targeting and buying intent, but it's also the behavioral characteristics of the prospects that you're successful with, right? And for example, it could be the type of risks this company takes, right? The type of management that's there and classifying that. These are things most people don't do consciously, but I, I think we all do it intuitively, right? Like, oh, this company is usually a laggard, so I'm not going to try to sell this new piece of tech to them. But AI helps you cut that up more, right? These three managers are laggards, but these, these two over here have actually adopted modern tools. They come from more advanced, you know, more sophisticated backgrounds. So that can be very helpful in terms of where to engage the market and then what message is resonating in the market, right? It's all about messaging and figuring out how can I get the way I want to help the market to actualize? How can I activate that in reality? And different messages resonate different ways, right? So you can be doing all these tests, especially with some of the tools we talked about last time, like Kaya and Gong, where you get a lot of insight on what worked and what didn't. And you can constantly run these experiments, right, at some level of scale and be able to rely on the direction it gives you. So I think that's really important. I also think, again, understanding where you're winning and losing on a small scale really helps you form a process that you can then bring to a large scale. So you want to figure these insights out with a lot of data, but not a lot of operations at first, if that makes sense. Because if you build, if you scale operations on inaccurate assumptions, it's a lot more rework. Whereas if you're still small or you can start with a piece of your team and work there, it lets you scale more efficiently and more, more linearly and not have to rework as much. And I want to expand our definition if we can, because what we're talking about is, you know, optimizing our sales cycle for revenue growth. But I think we all understand, anybody in SaaS knows that the sales cycle is important, but you've got your upsell, you've got your expansion motions, if you will. So if we can t- just take this out and say, how do we optimize our revenue cycle? I imagine there's a lot to be said about how do we increase the likelihood of retention, right? So it is so so hard and it is so much treasure goes into landing these customers and we do our best to make sure that they stay. But sometimes we don't have obviously full control over that, but also to the degree we have control. How does kind of AI and process and people help put us on the happy path? Right. So a whole nother category of AI potential is leveraging data within your product, right? So if, if you're a SaaS company or a technology company that can track usage, navigation, transactions, that data is very valuable, right? So on your current customer base, we call the happy path would really be what are the certain actions a customer has to take to attain a certain level of retention, right? So for example, if I'm targeting 90% plus retention, most products aren't lucky enough to have that naturally, right? There's going to be customers that leave early customers that stay for a long time. You want to figure out what made that customer stay for a long time in your product, what experiences, what actions created that. And AI can help you sort of reverse engineer what path you want future customers to go down. So for example, if I have this knowledge, I might be able to to determine to get 90% retention. I need this customer to provision three users I need at least two of those users to complete one workflow and access one dashboard within the first 90 days 
of signing. If those things happen, I'm confident I just got a 90% plus retention on this customer, right? So AI can give you that insight and then you can reverse engineer that into your sales process and then even more so your onboarding, your training, your implementation. How do you make sure that happens and how do you gear your team and your processes around making sure those things happen to keep you on the happy path and really yield that retention number you're going after in as efficient of a way as possible. Well, I feel like we've done a really nice job, you and I, we're gonna pat ourselves in the back here, ready? I think we've done a really nice job of providing sort of a pragmatic roadmap to applying AI, but also specifically how it lifts the efficiency of the revenue cycle. We talked a bit about, you know, how are we in a happy path to actually improving retention? As we know, sometimes half the battle to growth is actually not losing customers. We also talked about scoring interviews, which I think is really interesting, right? So it's how do we increase the likelihood that we have got great people who, by the way, can use the AI to make sure that we have retention, we have growth. So learned a ton today. I think you mentioned risk management a bit, and I think it's an important thing to understand how risk is going to impact the way we look at revenue, revenue growth, and ultimately whether or not we think we're going to hit those numbers. So really appreciate your time today, Phil. Thank you, Doug. Okay. That wraps up this episode of the Revenue Generator Podcast. Thanks to Phil Alampi, Chief Revenue Officer at Acclaimant, for joining us in part three of this interview, which we're going to publish tomorrow. Phil and I are going to talk about risk management and its impact on revenue. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. It. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while listening to this podcast, shame on you. Head over to RevGenPod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter apply to be a speaker on the Revenue Generator podcast, or you can even share your revenue generation questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is at RevGenPod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. No TikTok. Sorry, folks. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Market Advocate. If you haven't subscribed yet and want a daily stream of RevGen strategies in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. Okay, that's all for today. But until next time, keep cranking because the revenue isn't going to generate itself.